0: You're listening to No Nonsense Sales from Sales Loft, your weekly dose of sales fun where we interview some of the biggest names in sales and separate sales fact from fiction. And here's your host, Tom Boston. Well, here we go again. Season two of No Nonsense Sales. I mean, it's my favorite B2B sales podcast, and hopefully you like it as well. I better reintroduce myself for new listeners. And of course, For the old listeners too, hello old listeners, thanks for coming back, good to see you. My name is Tom, I'm the Brand Awareness Manager at Sales Loft and I'm on a mission to make sales fun. Now, as the title would suggest, this podcast is a no-nonsense approach to sales, so no sales buzzwords, no sales cliches and no sales jargon. So if you catch me talking about giving a high-level overview or circling back, touching base, reaching out, or using words like game-changing. Tell me off. Set me straight. This is a no-nonsense sales podcast. But of course, spoiler alert, there is some occasional nonsense, often from me. Let's start with what's changed from Season 1. Not much To be honest, episodes are still 15 minutes long, short and sweet. The guests are still amazing. And yes, the host is still me. But, you know, two out of three ain't bad. This season, we're looking at sales facts and fictions. I'll present my guests every week with a common sales myth, and we will set out to debunk or maybe even prove it to be true or false. There are a lot of myths out there, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss upcoming episodes, including some big names. So big, I don't even have time to fit them into this intro. Let's start, though, by talking about AI, because it's a hot topic. I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of people seem to be mentioning AI at the moment. It's the inescapable beast that some might say is here to steal all of our jobs. Others say it's the future. Some say it's the future of sales. So I thought, who better? to help solve the mystery of whether AI truly is the future for sellers than someone who used to be a seller and has now turned into a product manager, Frank Dale. But not just any product manager, he's behind SalesLoft's new AI workflow technology. My first question to him though, before we delve into it, was what are the similarities between working in product and working in sales? And I had to find out. Is he still using those key sales skills to this day?
1: I I am. And I'll tell you, you see it in two areas. One is learning how to listen when you ask questions and specifically listening, not just for what people want, but what they need, really understanding their problem and what's going to solve that. And the second piece, and this is where I think sales and product have so much in common is understanding what creates value. At the end of the day, product is about creating value for other people. And so you have to understand not just what they want, but what they need and how to create value in a way that they will understand, recognize, and pay for. And so it has a lot in common with sales. And I'm actually very thankful that I started in sales because it taught me how to recognize value. And when you create a product, at the end of the day, it's about delivering value to someone else. So they have a lot in common.
0: And again, I guess you're... You're seeing the the joy that the product brings to people, right? One of my favorite things about sales is, again, solving problems. So you talk there about problems that people might not even know that they have at the moment. One of my favorite things about Sales Loft is that we deliver a product that helps people around the world every day do their job better you know, and, uh, and be better sellers. So yeah, I think that that, that joy, that fundamental joy of helping others. I know for me as a seller, that's something I've taken with me in my career as well. So that's, that's great to hear now as a salesperson, let me see if you were ever guilty of this one, uh, Frank, because I know I've said this one, right. Uh, as a salesperson, did you ever used to say, Oh, it's on the roadmap. I know that maybe, in your position now you might look back and uh, and think about that sentence i mean did you used to use that one as a seller i know i have
1: a- absolutely yeah I- absolutely i did and i will tell you being on the other end of that now um i appreciate how hard the the product job is i think it, when you're on the outside of it it looks a little bit easier than it actually is but because I've been on the other side of it as a seller before I became a product person, I also understand that ultimately, when people are asking for things, it's because they believe they need it to do their job. And so, I, where I feel fortunate is that it creates a lot of empathy for me as a product person—not just for the people we we serve, which is salespeople, but also for requests, because I understand that at the end of the day, if someone's asking for something, it's because they believe they need it to do their job. And I think. When I talk to peers and product roles at other companies, I'm not sure that they always get that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's completely understandable, and I think that, like in the in the modern world, you know, where we've got so much going on, it's uh, it's so important to to understand that if anyone's talking about a roadmap, it, it ties right back into to problem solving, right? That's what that's what salespeople do. Now, one thing that I hear a lot, and this ties into the the theme of uh, of today's podcast, which is that AI is the future of sales. And we're going to try and figure that out together. But I keep hearing that salespeople are going to be replaced by AI. so what what do you think about? What do you think about all this?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of hype out there right now, and and listen, we build things with AI and we do it when it helps people, but at the end of the day, Tom, sale happens when a seller connects with a buyer to help them solve a problem. And you cannot do that without authentic connection and trust. You know, I'll I'll tell you a story. A a close friend of mine was a sales leader at a now public um, product-led growth-driven SaaS company. So in other words, customers come in, they sign up, they can use the product without talking to sales. And they eventually added sales and they did so reluctantly, but what they did when they did it was that they learned that buyers both bought more from them and they were happier customers. And I think that's the important part. They were they not only bought more, they were happier when they did it. And that company now wishes it had added sales much earlier. So, you know, at the end of the day, while technology can change the way that we interact with one another, what it doesn't change is that humans are wired to connect with each other. So... I, I don't believe AI is going to replace salespeople. I think it will enable them to be at their best. But at the end of the day, people need to work with other people. And when they're making an important decision, they want to talk to the person behind that decision.
0: Yeah, you use the word trust there, which I know a lot of salespeople, they they hold that very dearly, right? Because again, that's a that's a skill um, that, that sellers have and, and that idea of, human connection. I mean in this modern world of uh, of AI, right? Human connection is something that I know we all we all strive for. Now you you touched on it a little bit there, Frank, but I'd love to love to hear your your opinions because I think this is so relevant at the moment, especially with all of our recent announcements. We've recently introduced sales loft rhythm. And I know that you were fundamental in in getting that uh, off the ground. Can you, for our listeners, tell us a little bit more about it and why it's so important? Yeah, I'm I'm happy to. And
1: it's a product that I wish I had when I was a salesperson. So if you are in sales, tell me if this sounds like you. You're managing maybe 20, 30, 40 opportunities at a time. You might also be prospecting. And each one of those opportunities is like a mini project. Like the reality is if you're good at sales, you have to be good at three things. You're an empathy professional, you're a consultant, and unfortunately, you're also kind of a project manager. And it turns out most people don't like doing all three of those things at the same time. And they may or may not be great at all three of those things. It's what makes sales so tough. So what Rhythm does is it takes all of that noise that comes in throughout your day. Think about coming in in the morning, you've got 20 messages in your inbox, something like, hey, this contract's been viewed, but not signed. Could be a note from your manager about submitting your forecast. You may need to reply to three or four different people. Plus you have an opportunity, you're trying to get started. All of this stuff is coming at you at once and it can make the day feel pretty chaotic. And what makes it worse is you're trying to hit your number. I mean, when we think about salespeople, they're the only role in most companies where your performance is publicly posted and it's graded sometimes month to month and absolutely quarter to quarter it is a high stress job. So what Rhythm does is it takes all of that noise that happens throughout your work day and it prioritizes what to do next for you. It looks at every email open, contract viewed but not signed, prospect that you might be reaching out to, And it produces one simple, single prioritized list of actions to take. So when you're in between meetings, you know what to do next all day long with each action aligned to what is most likely to help you get to your goal. So it is like having a world-class RevOps professional and a world-class seller sitting next to you and helping you know what to do next. So all you have to do is worry about the thing that you like to do the best in sales, which is just connecting with other people and delivering value.
0: So good. So good. And it gets me so excited because again, it's the it's the power of AI with human connection at, at the heart of it. Now, I'll tell you this quick story, Frank. The reason I joined Sales Loft was, you said the word there, stress, right? Sales is very stressful. I was a very stressed salesperson, right? Especially back in the day. And I found it very, very hard to manage my time effectively and i was working for a company who bought on the platform and i remember thinking okay well for me this feels like the future right this feels like how sales should be and i started hitting my target and i was like i want to i want to work there now with this new uh, revolution of sales loft rhythm you know i keep hearing that um sales is never going to be the same it feels like a really bold statement but You know, do you agree with that? Do you think now we've made this announcement, we've got this product, we've changed the game of sales?
1: I think we have, and and I'll tell you why. I mean, we we see it in the data. So what we're really doing here is we're taking buyer signals plus all of the other things that I mentioned, and we're helping people know what to do next, because at the end of the day, time management is everything in sales. And when I look at some of our early users on this, you know, we did an alpha, we did a beta we're seeing people generate 20% higher performance. So meetings book, opportunities created, deals closed, and they're doing it in fewer activities. So I, I think this is going to be one of those technologies that there's a before and there's an after. Before, we used to do it one way, and after, this is now just how you do it.
0: That's so exciting to hear as well. And, and as people closing, closing more deals, that's what gets me really excited right because a lot of people associate sales loft with um you know maybe sdrs or lead generation but actually as as we've developed and we've grown uh, we're now helping people close deals and and do it in a in a quicker more effective way so yeah this this stuff really excites me and i could talk to you about this for for so long um but we need to decide frank together if This week's topic then is sales fact or sales fiction. So let me throw that to you. What do you think? AI, the future of sales, fact or fiction?
1: I think it's fact, Tom. I mean, if we look at what it does for people, when it's used properly, it's like giving every seller that assistant that they've always wanted. The person that can do some of the admin work that gets in their way, the person that can help them prioritize their day, the person that can look at all of their performance and say, hey, here are the areas that will make you personally better so you can get to your number faster and in an easier way. It is the future of sales. It is the not just the future of sales, it's the future of how everyone is going to work. And we not only have to embrace that, we should be excited about that because it's going to make our lives better. And at the end of the day, when we build things at, at SalesLoft, we do it really to make people more successful and happier at work. And this is a new tool in our toolkit to do that.
0: So good. Well, thank you so much for uh, introducing it to, to our listeners. And uh, I know I'm really excited about it. And you're going to see lots of content from me about it, certainly, because I like to celebrate all our innovation. Um, but for regular listeners, you know, one thing I also like to do is give the, the windpipes, um, I go on on this show and um, by by closing the show with a song um, it's not always great but I, I you know I'm consistent with it Frank let me you know at least that's that's why that's what I say to people Um, I get people to bring in a song what song have you have you brought in uh, as your pump up song maybe a song that you used to play as a seller?
1: Oh, man. So, Tom, I'm going to be interested to see how you do this. So I'm an Odessa fan, and one of my favorite songs by them is A Moment Apart. So good luck, and I'm excited to see how this goes.
0: So you're wishing me good luck there. I'm not familiar. Um, Is this going to be a tricky one?
1: It's it's going to be a tricky one, Tom. It's uh, mostly instrumental, so really excited to see what you do with this. (laughs)
0: Give me one moment in time When I'm racing with destiny Then in that one moment of time I will feel I will... What? What is it? Odessa? A moment of... I thought you said a moment in time. Whitney... Houston doing a tribute to Odessa. No, I've never, never heard of him. What do you mean there's no lyrics? What kind of a song's got no lyrics? What a beautiful tribute to Whitney Houston on the No Nonsense Sales podcast. If you'd like to hear Frank's actual song choice, we've just added it to the No Nonsense Sales playlist on Spotify. While you're there, hit subscribe to this show because we don't want you to miss future episodes. And of course, you can catch all the back catalog right now salesloft.com/podcasts thanks for listening